Attention all business owners, David Nagel here with an important question. Are you tired of struggling with overwhelm, feeling like you can't create a steady income and dealing with worry and anxiety because you don't have a solid plan? Believe me, I've been there and no matter what level you're at, these are all symptoms of some larger internal issues at play. If you're ready to figure out what's blocking the success that you know is meant for you, I have the solution that you've been looking for. Join me at the Art of Success Summit on June 26th through 28th, live from the comfort of your own home or office. Now over these three life-changing days, you'll learn how to overcome your terror barriers, identify your biggest blind spot, and create a plan to get you where you wanna go in record time. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your business and your life. Right now we're offering some really great cashback bonuses and our lowest ticket price, but that will increase very soon. Visit lifeisnowinc.com forward slash summit to secure your spot today. Again, that's lifeisnowinc.com forward slash summit. Hope to see you there. And now on to this episode of the Successful Mind Podcast. David Nagel here from the Successful Mind Podcast. Let me ask you a question. If you could double, triple, or even quadruple the amount of money that you're bringing in now, how would your life change? And do you think that's possible? Come on in and give us a listen. You're listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Hey, everybody, David Nagel. Welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast. I was having a conversation with a group of people around a campfire. Uh, not that long ago. And there was, a, there was a lot of different people at, at this campfire. And the conversation talked started to go down the direction. Uh, people were talking about what they couldn't afford and things that they would love to do, uh, but they just couldn't, they just couldn't afford um, the prices of, of things. And it was, it was, it was being basically insinuated that they couldn't live the life that they wanted to because they, they couldn't afford it. And I was, just sitting there listening, kind of like taking all of this information in. Now, this is not obviously not the first time that I've heard a group of people having this conversation. I've picked up on conversations in restaurants where people are having this conversation, even though for the most part, the people that I'm around on a daily basis aren't really having that experience. I used to have that experience myself. I know what that's like. And, and you, I run into people all the time that, that tell me about things that they would love to do and they just don't have the money to do it. And I was thinking about, as I was sitting around this fire, I thought to myself, like, what would be a way to kind of get them to think differently about the position that they see themselves stuck in? Because here's one of the things that I know from my own experience. When you, when you are earning a certain amount of money, 
and you've completely bought into whatever the vehicle is that you're using to earn that money. And with most of these people, it was it's trading time for money, right? They have they have jobs and they never really considered anything else from for their life. They grow up, they grew up middle class, blue collar. Um, most of them didn't go to school beyond, you know, high school. And they went out there and they got jobs based on, you know, you know, kind of like fundamental skill sets of the of the day. And um they were decent jobs at the time, but you know, the world has kind of outpaced the incomes that those jobs provide. And they're finding themselves in a, you know, a bit of a squeeze, so to speak. But when you're in that position, the tendency is to look at the world and then make the world wrong for what it is that you're experiencing, not actually understanding how close you are to getting on the other side of this problem. And this is this is this financial dilemma that I see people fall into psychologically. So I want to try to explain this in a way to get, for those of you that are listening to this, to give you another way of thinking about this and possibly even another way of explaining it to people that you know to help them kind of break through the limitation of what most people buy into as to how their life has to be. So I'm going to point out something that's really fascinating. Most of the things in this world, I like, so let me back up. Obviously, there are things that are created for the ultra, ultra wealthy all over the world. There's no question about that. So if you put that aside for a moment, but you look at most of the other things, most of the other things are not priced for the ultra wealthy. They're priced for the upper middle class down. Okay. Now, what's the significance of that? The significance of that is that if you would realize the truth in that, you could also come to the conclusion that for you to live above average wealth is actually very easy. And what you will experience in that place is very different than most people ever experience. Here's my point on this. So if everything is basically priced for to reach the upper middle class going down, then it would also stand to reason that if you could earn, say, 10, 20, 40% more than those average people earn, you would be in a situation where you could basically purchase anything that you wanted within reason of that income. You may not be able to afford the ultra-wealthy stuff. I totally get that, okay? You're not, you might not be flying around in private jets, you know, and, and that type of thing, or buying a yacht. but if you would think about how you could live, if you made 50% more, right, uh, than, the, than whatever that average medium thing is, think about in, in where you live. What is the median income? What are houses priced at? What is food priced at? What are vacations priced at? So if you made 100000 a year and you were living within the bubble of what 100000 looks like and trying to manage your life with that and raise a family and all that, how different would your decisions be if you could get your income up to 500000 or even get your income up to a million, which is not difficult to do today anymore at all? Don't worry about how difficult it is in your mind, but start playing with the idea of how would your life change if you could do that and if it could be recurring. In other words, year after year after year, you were making this. Now, it wouldn't go up to 20 million or 30 million or 50 million or 100 million or a billion. 
but it would stay around anywhere between 500,000 and say 2 million. And it was a recurring income where you got it every single year. How would your life change? And so my challenge for you is to actually sit down and think about how it would actually change. If it was recurring and you didn't fall into the trap of being scared that it wouldn't be recurring anymore. And then you might think to yourself, well, how the hell can I do that? What if it, what if it wasn't recurring anymore? Well, one of the key principles in order for this to happen is to, is to begin to understand this truth. The earning of money is a skill set. It's not tied to luck. It's not tied to chance. It's not tied to what other people think. It's not tied to a job, okay? It's tied to a skill set. And that skill set has, I mean, we live in a world today because of technology. You could be what we call a solopreneur, which is basically a single business person, right? Either all by yourself in business or you and an assistant. And there's people that earn anywhere from 500000 to $2 million, And I've even seen some people earn a little bit more than that with just them and an assistant or one person that's actually helping them. Now, don't go into, well, how do they do that? Don't go there. Don't go there yet. Because when you come from the place of prove it to me, you're actually coming from the place of this is not true. So the first thing that I'd like you to do is to figure out what would your life would be like if it was recurring. And again, I say that because another mistake that a lot of people make when they first start making some money and they're they're learning how to do it based on learning the skill set, which means I'm I'm in control of doing this. And even if my circumstances change, I know the skill set so I can make money doing lots of different things, right? All I need is a product or a service and I understand how to sell it and I understand how to fulfill it. And boom, I can make that money. Because there's always going to be people that buy. There's always going to be people that need things. Once you understand that skill, you can take that to many different applications. Like there's no limit to the amount of applications that you could possibly take that to. So what it what ends up happening is that it begins to reduce the fear and the, what's the word that I'm looking for on this? There, there's a fear, there's a doubt, there's a worry, but there's also a superstition behind the idea of money, almost as if that there's something else that's controlling it. And if that's something, uh, you know, took it away from you, then you wouldn't be able to do anything with it. Now, where does that come from? If you're thinking that, that's a great question. It comes from multiple generations of people working jobs for other people and not actually learning how to take control of the money in their own life. So they're all re- oh, they're always reactionary to it. In other words, They're approaching life from, let me learn a skill set, and then let me take that skill set will make me employable. Where can I go and find a place to actually be employed? And it's great. If if that's the way you want to live, that's great. If you're doing what you love, I think that that's great. I'm not against it in any way. But there's some things that you should know about that decision. And just knowing this can actually change the vulnerability in that decision. And that's this. That... When you live that way, if you don't realize that you could at some point in time take what you know and maybe learn a little bit more and take it out and go actually start your own business, even if it's just a solo business, you end up living with the idea that at any point in time, the person that you're, that's employing you can get rid of you. 
And that's not a made-up idea. That's 100% true. They absolutely can get rid of you. So I think that even though people don't like to really talk about this, what's really true is that there's an underlying vulnerability and even a touch of anxiety in most people's lives that their welfare is not just their own, right? Their welfare is kind of hanging on an edge their whole career because what happens if they get hurt and they can't work? What happens if the, 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 the company changes and the new owners don't like me? What happens if I have a fallout with my boss? What happens if somebody comes up behind me that knows more and can do better than I can? What happens if I get too old for my job? There's a lot of different scenarios that make you vulnerable in a position like this, especially since businesses really approach from a competitive standpoint instead of a creative standpoint. That's a, that's a podcast for another day, though, because there's just so much down that road that's just total nonsense. But to actually, to actually live that way, and I lived that way for a long time, and I watched my parents live that way, and I watched my grandparents live that way, and everybody in the neighborhood that I grew up lived that way, and their parents lived that way, and their grandparents lived that way. And I've never seen anybody that was living that way really feel confident that the money would always be there. There was, there was always this what if. What if something goes wrong? What if I can't make that money? What if I don't have that job? What if I get sick? And we were even taught this in school. We, our parents handed down these ideas to us. I remember when I first wanted to start to go on my own, people were saying, well, what are you going to do about health insurance? Like, you got a family. What are you going to do about it? You're not going to have health insurance. What are you going to do? Not even thinking, oh, you could buy your own health insurance. Oh, you could, chose to, you could choose to go without health insurance and pay cash at the doctor. Like there's multiple ways that you can approach this problem without actually having health insurance that's provided by another company. But what it proves is that when those suggestions come up in the minds of many people that are just terrified about leaving or losing what it is that they have, their mind immediately goes to like catastrophic thinking when either you suggest it or somebody suggests it, or even if they think about it, it gets, it gets really wiggy for people. But I'm always trying to find ways to help people kind of reframe in their mind, what would it be like if other things were different? And of course, if you go back, say, 30, 40 years most people that actually had a business had to have some kind of a brick and mortar business. It, you couldn't do business like a lot of businesses done today because of the technology. But because of today with the technology, you can basically have a business anywhere, right? You can be anywhere and have a business. I remember when I first was uh, learning from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. By the way, if you've never read the book, you should read it. It's a great read. In that book, he basically says, that there's only a few there's only a few places that you can't go. Uh, he says like you're not going to sell ice cream in the Sahara, right? Something like that. Yeah, he, he was trying to draw this correlation between like you're not going to do business in the Sahara, right? You're not going to sell ice cream in Alaska. This type of a an idea. And the truth is actually the opposite today. There actually are businesses in the Sierra. There's glamping in in the Sierra. And a lot of it's done because of technology has allowed us to be able to do things that were inconceivable for us 50 years ago, 
100 years ago, and it's totally different today. But if we don't ever change the way that we're thinking about the possibility of what our life would be like without being strapped to the hip of somebody else or an income that doesn't give us what we want and realize that there is no safety in that and holding on to it is actually an irrational idea, we'll never consider what it is that we could do outside of that. Now, here's another thing. There's many people out there that work a job and they also have something on the side. There's people that have made millions on things like VRBOs and stuff like that because we can do business much different today than we could. I mean, if you went back 20, 30 years, who would have thought people would be renting their houses out on a regular basis and making a damn good income from it to the point where they would actually do, you know, they would buy more. It was always you had to buy a huge apartment complex and who could come up with the money to do that? There were all these barriers that were out there in the minds of other people. But what I have noticed that's unfortunate is that if a person hasn't stepped out of that, those barriers still have trickled down to people that are experiencing their life in a way where they can't see how to move forward financially based on where they are. Their mind still goes to, if I have to make more money, I should get a second job, right? Or a third job. They're not realizing that what they already know, combined with maybe just a little bit more information, could help them break free and increase their income to, to levels that they've never even thought possible. And remember, I'm not talking about hundreds of millions here. I'm talking about thinking about making a little bit more than you're making now, but significant enough to where you would never have to say again, I don't have the money for that, based on the things that you, and you truly actually want to do. Of course, if you want to fly your own jet, you probably have some idea of what it is that you would want to do to earn the money to be able to do that, if that was actually a serious desire for you. But for the average person, that would maybe love to buy some toys out there or travel around the world a little bit or invest in some properties or do some things that, that cost more money than the average person could actually do, you're much closer to being able to do that than you actually think. And you can create it in a way where that income is coming in day and night, day and night, day and night. There's a consistency to it. In our, we have a program called TEM90. Uh, the Elite Mind 90 Day Program. And in that program, one of the things that we teach people is the most serious thing about business that a person needs to know is not the product, it's not the service, it's not the sales. It's the consistency in what they do, which is the place that most people, that's where they blow it and when they try anything because they're not consistent. But if you could learn that skill set and you could master the consistency in your life, which also means being able to overcome doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, all of that stuff that's been passed on from one generation to another, there's absolutely nothing that you can't attain in this world. And it's so much easier than you could ever possibly think. But you have to let go of the fear in your mind that says you can't do this because you don't have the money and you can't do this because you don't know how. Give this some thought today. Really give it some serious thought. Leave us some comments. Uh, if you want help on this, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to help you on it and um, allow this to really change your life. This is David Nagel. Have an amazing day. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much. This is David again. I hope you really enjoyed this listen. I hope it makes an impact on your life. Please recommend it to somebody that you know that could use help. 
and we'll catch you on the next Successful Mind Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more, go to lifeisnowinc.com. I'll see you next week.